0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Daily Revelations. This is a weekly Bible study where we dive into God's Word one book of the Bible at a time. And we are in James right now, specifically this week in James 1. And this is the fifth video or podcast if you're listening instead of watching um, that focuses on just James 1, but using different preset methods to read through this chapter over and over again asking God, just what do you have to teach me? What do I need to learn? How do I need to apply to my life? That's the most important thing because we wanna walk away better, different, changed, that new self that we talked about earlier this week. But um, today on day five of this study, the thing that I ask you to do, the precept method, is to look at this chapter in the context of the larger book of James, which if you haven't read the book of James before, you can use some um, different reference materials to read, you know, what what is the purpose of James in in totality or to look at this chapter in reference to the entire book, God's entire story um, of the Bible. So that's kind of the take that I took today. Um, I ended up going through and marking out words that are repeated because um, that's another preset method that I don't have you guys do but um, sometimes I find that it allows me to focus on what is the author really focusing on and um, because we tend to repeat things when that is our theme and there's a lot of different things but the one that really jumped out to me as I was praying and asking God know what what do you have to teach me today and it was the word brethren but not only brethren because james writes this to his brethren um, but he considers himself of course part of that brethren it's not about you you do this it's us and we and where that shows up really well is in verse 18 which says this in the exercise of his will of god's will he brought us forth by the word of truth so that we would be the kind of first fruits among his creatures. This us and this we, this brethren. And what James is trying to say is there's no exclusion of anybody who is called by God. The children of God are the children, these siblings, the related brethren to one another. We can't do this by ourselves. And that just got me looking at some verses in different places in the Bible. But the thing that um, that just kept bouncing out at me was that there's no doing this alone. And oftentimes, especially when we are pressed, um, we are under trials, we have difficult circumstances, we t- tend to close in. And we've seen that with COVID is that, you know, we, we have been disassociated from one another. And some of that has been because of, legal means that we haven't been able to meet at churches for a long time. But even with masks and, and having smaller groups, only meeting, it makes it more difficult to live in association with one another. But God says you need to do it. And James says, you know what, even when there's trials, you need to figure out ways to make it work because yes, All these people were dispersed. That's what he talks about at the beginning of the chapter. But in their disbursement, you can't forget that you are growing your own fruitfulness alongside all these other believers. When we come to that point where we are presented as the first fruits, I don't know if you understand um, that whole context. It's very very Old Testament that um, when people would come and they would bring their offering to God right after the first harvest. It was the best of their first harvest, the best that came off the vines right away, um, that was to be given to the temple. And that is exactly what God is building up in believers now. The believers now are the ones who will be presented to God in the Lamb. And that's what it says in Revelations 14. And, And so, we can't think that I can do this kind of Christian thing all by myself. Here's why. Um, In looking at um, John 1, 12 and 13, in 1 Peter 1, 22 and 23, and in Hebrews 12, 23, I'm not gonna read through all those, but the summary of what all those say is that as we come into the new kingdom, as we are offered up as those first fruits, there's something that's gonna be very unique about these first fruits. First of all, they're purified. So we can think of it as organic fruit, something that is untainted by the chemicals and all of the other things of the world. And that is only achieved by receiving the mercy of God through the blood of Christ. Okay, so that's, that's the first one. The second one is, they are rhyme. Sorry, vine ripened means you don't do it apart from God. You have to do it with God, and that takes us back to um, to that whole scripture um, teaching with Jesus. I am the vine; you are the branches. Um, you can't do anything apart from me, and and so we have to stay on the vine. We have to walk with God. So that is another part. Of being part of these first fruits. And the final part is, is you have to be included in the bunch. You can't just be some lone piece of fruit that's just singular on the branch. You have to be in a cluster. And that cluster is not only what protects you, but it's a sharing of everything that's in your life. And in that cluster, and as God prunes us, he prunes us into to communities that cause us to, to pull together. We need each other. But what is awesome is what that looks like on the outside. It is the love of Christ being shown to the world. And that is talked about throughout scripture as well. So just wanna encourage you. I know there, there's probably just like with any of us, there's probably two out of three of these you do kind of well at and one that you pretty much tank on, um, is the community one. I have to admit it. I am, I'm kind of a, a loner. I prefer to kind of do things on my own and I'm strong headed. Um, God is teaching me though, that I need other people around me. I need, um, a lot of wisdom cause I don't have it. And that, um, that there is a need for, um, for being part of a community and leaning on others as well as supporting others. So, um, so I don't know about you, but um, just take into God's word. Finish up this um, this book, the study on James one. Remember, we're not done with day five. You have day six and day seven. So day six, I want you to continue on. Go back through all your lessons. Read through this chapter again and say, God, you know what? What do I really need to work on the most that you pointed out to me, and how do I do that? Give me a good way to apply that now. And then day day seven, just try to commit one of the verses to memory, whether it's from James or one of your cross-references. So I encourage you in that. So we are done with our videos and podcasts for James 1, but next time I will join you as we start James 2. Bye everybody, have an awesome weekend.